0: Greetings, Gruntlings! I'm Nick Jaley, and this is the Pork Rinds Podcast. Joining me all the way from the Sunflower State, serving up crunch berries and peanut butter crunch, the Captain John Vandervelde. How you doing, buddy? Pretty good for another self. I am doing well. What'd you get into today?
1: Uh, spent a little time with the top off of the Jeep and had some pool time as well.
0: Yeah, it looks like you got a little bit of sun.
1: Yeah, got yeah, a little crispy. First time I've had like even a T-shirt on outside in the sun this summer.
0: All right, well, we we got some ideas for the people, I assume. Yeah. Um, I'll I'll, I'll lead off. Okay. I got go for it. This, is, uh, this is a this pretty big idea. It's Ooh, As big good, as ideas good. get. Not as big as ideas get. Not, we're not going to Pluto yet here. Yeah. No,
1: we need we need a good strong one because mine's you know it's it's a little weak. It's a little weak. It's, it's still an idea, but it's a little weak. So lead on my friend
0: you're underselling it i see what you're doing that's smart that's the long play i see you of course okay so you're familiar with the concept of like hall of fames correct yeah yeah all right are you familiar like like, of fame
1: out in kansas city here mm -hmm,
0: mm -hmm. (laughs) mm-hmm yeah precisely are are you familiar like with the kansas cowboy hall of fame and dodge city Uh uh-huh oh yeah you know or maybe like the national mining hall of fame there Mm -hmm. it's in colorado Mm. Even have a, a mascot Hall of Fame.
1: Is it Topeka that has the aeronautical Hall of Fame?
0: Wow, I I could look that up later, and maybe we could have a follow up next week. Uh, I don't have that here, you know. Uh, there's they something that there's also something in Omaha. They have a big aerospace museum, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, they do. I think it's like space space museum though.
0: Right? Yeah. There's like a lunar module there, maybe just like a model of the lunar module, mm-hmm. like a with the material and size and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember like going there like on a Saturday, but we'd have to wake up so early. It would still be dark by the time we were leaving. And I would like pass out in the car and then wake up and we'd be like an hour away from Omaha, grab some breakfast and then go to the museum cuz I mean, my brother wanted to go to an airplane museum whenever it was his choice to do. Really anything.
1: Yep, yep. And you're not going to do an overnight stay, so it's four hours away. We can
0: do a round trip,
1: eight hours. We got plenty of time in daylight. We can do it. Every Midwest Midwest dad.
0: Yeah, shout out to the Midwest dads. Shout out. All right. So there's like Hall of Fames, and then there's Walls of Fame. Uh-huh. You got Walks of Fame. Oh Yes, yes. And almost really anything you can think of has a Hall of Fame. Like, get on Google and just start Googling. It's going to be there. But this really just gets to my idea. I don't know if you're seeing what i'm laying out here but mm-hmm. we're gonna create the hall of fame of hall of fames oh so
1: oh. each year okay all right the best of the best of the best
0: precisely so each year like hall of fames would be nominated and a committee of you and me obviously of course. would select a few to be inducted what do you think
1: no i like that <laughs> love this How do, how are we, who's nominating this? Is it like, is it just a send in or is it like, how's how are we going about this? Or have you baked up this part of the plan?
0: Well, you know, with anything, I think, you know, you have to let the people decide. That's where the power resides. And so really we should let the internet decide because nothing ever goes wrong when you let the internet vote on things. Never. Uh, What are like some hall of fames that you like, or have you been to any hall of fames?
1: To tell you the truth, I actually haven't been to too many Hall of Fames. I don't think I have. I think the closest Hall of Do we have the Negro League Baseball Hall of Fame? Is that in Kansas City?
0: It's just like the museum and just of the times, right? Yeah, but it is the quintessential Negro League museum in the United States. Like it has like all the memorabilia there. It has that life size field where you can go out and see the actual statues that they made. Mm-hmm. It's as close to a Hall of Fame as they get but i think at this point they're starting to induct like negro league players into just the baseball hall of fame yeah yeah speaking of the baseball hall of fame this would be one of the most fun things about doing the hall of fame of hall of fames is we could constantly leave out the baseball hall of fame because they're like assholes and they won't let pete rose in because he bet <laughs> on his own team to win
1: <laughs> yeah i'm gonna fucking do good i'm gonna bet that i'm gonna win because i believe i'm gonna win
0: yeah, get the fuck out of
1: here. MLB! i like,
0: <laughs> what are you talking about? Pete Rose is a legend. And say it is so scandalous that he did that. That's still the story of baseball. And these halls are supposed to be the story of whatever they're covering. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the Hall of Fame, not like the Hall of Greatness or the Hall of the Elite. It's the Hall of Fame. It's like, <laughs> who
1: brought the most butts to seats this season?
0: Yeah, I mean, it is entertainment. It's art and entertainment and... Athletics kind of intertwined. That's what a lot of sports is. But there's also Hall of Fames for a, a lot of different things. Like I mentioned, you know, the Kansas Cowboy Hall of Fame. We have to go there. I'm down. It's at the Boot Hill Museum in Dodge City.
1: And I'm sure there. we can
0: find a hotel near there.
1: Yeah, actually, I got some family out there. Got a fifty thousand acre ranch. Actually, we can go out and stay. And Teddy Roosevelt hunted at that ranch, actually. Actually.
0: Oh, wow. He he was a president. Did you know that? Speaking of Hall of Fames. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's no presidential Hall of Fame. He'd be in my top five. Really? First ballot Hall of Famer? Yeah. Teddy Roosevelt. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Who else is in your top five?
1: I'd probably have to throw the other Roosevelt in there,
0: too. The other Roosevelt? <laughs> yeah. You know, the one that went for four terms? Or, no, three. Whose name was... <laughs>
1: Franklin Delano,
0: okay, FDR, got yeah. it. Okay, so you got two Roosevelts.
1: Um, I mean, you like almost have to throw in Washington and uh, Lincoln.
0: Yeah, I, I think Lincoln's a shoe in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he enacted the Emancipation Proclamation. He fought vampires.
1: <laughs> he did fight vampires. That's right. Um, and then other one was it Truman? That took over after FDR. The only reason I'd say him is just because he had to deal with uh, MacArthur, and that that took a lot to deal with. McCarthy? No, MacArthur, Douglas MacArthur, the uh, general in World War II. That was like he was he was a special
0: character, sir. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Okay. I'm not, you know, well versed on my World War II history. He he spoke of himself in the
1: third person. Wow, oh, great. Yeah,
0: good general. Bad shit crazy. Okay, so so who's your fifth? Who's the uh, other first ballot Hall of Famer president? Let's go hour What? Don't do I. I don't know, man. What a snub for Obama, first of all. Ah, man. I mean. That's true,
1: but it's too too soon.
0: There's a, a grace period from retirement, just like there are in like sports Hall of Fames? Yeah,
1: yeah. I didn't even think about it
0: okay you're you're still going to the past
1: like because like the the soonest i was thinking was actually like reagan not that i was like considering him at all or anything but like that was like like how far would i go let's actually go with the peanut
0: farmer well
1: jimmy carter let's throw him in there he's our he's my fifth oh my god okay jimmy carter
0: great that's a wonderful hall of fame or at least the first ballot two roosevelts (laughs) yeah you had two roosevelts lincoln washington and a fucking peanut farmer. Okay, well, so for like our Hall of Fame of Hall of Fames, I thought we could just start now. So okay, I've, yeah. I've brought a list of nominees, so we just have to decide who we're going to make our inaugural inductions. Mm-hmm. You want to hear the nominees? Let's do it. All right, we have the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, located in Cleveland, Ohio. Really? Very unique architecture designed by I.M. Pei, my third favorite architect. It was established in 1995, so, you know, it's it's kind of recent, but hmm. it it also is the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. People like Joe Walsh and Jimi Hendrix are associated with this place. It has it, it a strong case, you know? Yeah, yeah. But uh, we're also in the realm of music here, another nominee. And I just want to say, you know, before I name another nominee, they're all winners here, really. Of course. I mean, it's the best of the best of the best. Just being nominated, yeah, is a real honor. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. we we got the country music hall of fame. I've actually been here. It's awesome. It's in Nashville, Tennessee. It actually just moved like in 2014 to Nashville's downtown, and that's where I went to it. It was there, I think, less than a year. It's massive. It's like one of the world's largest museums and research centers dedicated to like the preservation of Of music. Yeah. It's a (laughs) really neat place. You can see all these really cool, even like the outfits from country music over the years, you know, they have mannequins draped in them. That's dope. Some Dolly Parton dresses, just exquisite stuff.
1: Speaking of music preservation, did you know that Red Rocks, their museum, has every single like concert that has been played there recorded and you can just listen
0: to it? I did not know that. Yeah.
1: Every single (laughs) uh concert that has ever been played at reg ross they have recorded and it is available to listen to on like little
0: headphones just like this down in their museum which concert would you want to listen to if you had access to all of them and you had like three hours
1: to be honest i'd love to listen to the concert that i actually went to but i got there late and i missed one of the guys that i really wanted to see and Didn't really see the people I actually really wanted to see either.
0: Okay, I think that's fair. I think a lot of the concerts that I've been to, I'd love to see like a really high production video or listen to the concert back on an album, like the very one I was at.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, that'd be cool as hell.
0: I went to a two-night concert uh, deal with a band, you know, the Deer Hunter. Mm -hmm.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
0: damn good band quite good the first night was like a acoustic night they were all seated in comfy couches on stage and then between every three songs they'd press record for their podcast and it's called like the makey great podcast or something (laughs) really silly or the makey podcast in any case, when the LA episode came out, I was so excited to listen to that podcast episode specifically, even though I was there for all the questions that got asked it. I was just like, I want to hear it back and see what it sounds like with a little bit of perspective, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. So I could totally understand of going right for yeah, a concert that Something I've you've been to. Seen, yeah. 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 Especially like legendary concerts from the past, too. Like yeah. there's some concerts where I maybe didn't appreciate it at the time like or you
1: didn't realize who you were listening to
0: right right like i saw diarrhea planet and then within 18 months after that the group disbanded and i was yeah. just like this group had been around for you know the better part of a decade and mm-hmm. i only got to see them once live like such a shame
1: yeah i got to see this look, we got to see uh fallout boy like the summer before they blew up at warp tour that was pretty cool but like didn't really like think about it at the time i was just like these guys are pretty cool and then realized like a year later i was like i saw them
0: (laughs) oh wow they have their own guitar hero version of guitar they must be popular (laughs) all right so we we, we got a little sidetracked there with music we got more hall of fames here we got more nominees uh the next one we have is the international circus hall of fame so this has like a interesting backstory to it so it's currently in Peru, Indiana, which shout out to Peru, Indiana. Formerly it was in Sarasota, Florida. So the Peru property was purchased in 1891 by Benjamin Wallace, who was the, like, the owner of the Wallace Circus at the time. In 1921, the American Circus Corporation acquired the property and Wallace's Circus operation like they were acquired the rights to it. Then, the American Circus Corporation was sold to John Ringling, if that name sounds familiar in the circus industry, Uh in 1929. And then the property was used for Ringling Brothers until 1944, which, you know, a lot of things halted around then in the States. Yeah. Uh, But this property was basically used to house circus performers during the off-season.
1: Mm-hmm. Kind of a barracks or something
0: right and it's work and food and all that but back to the hall of fame so the hall of fame was started like i said formerly in sarasota florida on a property owned by the ringling brothers which is a little wild but uh it was established in 1956 this one investor specifically or who was like a legal consultant for them like really pushed for this hall of fame and he ended up running a bunch of stuff like in the circus industry mm-hmm. but uh yeah found in 1956 there in sarasota florida and then in 1981 indiana residents businesses state government they all pulled together and helped purchase the rights to the circus hall of fame and they moved it there to peru indiana which they had like peru basically like bought that property so it didn't get changed so shout out to peru indiana it's a lot like kansas city and the scout statue Yeah. Do you know the story of the Scout statue? I don't think I do, actually. It was from like a 1915 expose in San Francisco, and it was built, and then it was to tour the country, and then when it got to Kansas City, they put it there looking out, you know, over Union Station on that big, beautiful hill, Mm -hmm. and Kansas City was supposed to give it up after like the year, and we were just like, no, we'll buy it.
1: (laughs) This is ours, you know.
0: And they went door to door, and they nickel and dimed, and yeah, the city like together bought that statue. No shit. I'm a big fan of that statue in general. I mean
1: it's it's on your body.
0: That's true. Yeah. Shut <laughs> up. I forgot. Yeah. That, <laughs> it's there. Just in case I forget, I suppose. But yeah, so that's uh that's the International Circus Hall of Fame. Kind of cool story there. Okay. We have the National Inventors Hall of Fame. Um feel like a snub or two is there yeah
1: i haven't heard anything from those fuckers
0: yeah so i don't know how legit they are really yeah, but it's in man. alexandria virginia oh it's in yeah yeah it's in virginia of course no <laughs> i don't know <laughs> sorry virginia, shout out to you no virginia problems. no uh like their primary mission is to quote be a catalyst for change through recognizing inventors and invention promoting creativity and advancing the spirit of innovation and entrepreneurship. I feel like we should swoop some of that for our bio on Twitter. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Just change one word and that's that's Porter's podcast.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they have currently 603 inductees since 1973. So it should be at Man. 605, but it is currently at 603. That that is a problem, definitely. Considering uh-huh. it, you and I are the committee deciding on what makes the Hall of Fame of Hall of Fames. Yeah. Considering yeah. the inventors don't... I mean, we're literally inventing this. We invented the Hall this. of Fame of the Hall of Fames. Right. Like, yeah. yeah. If you don't want to recognize us, I don't know if we want to recognize
1: next okay. uh, We'll nix that from the list.
0: <laughs> so next Hall of Fame we are nominating here okay. is uh, the Canadian Cartoonist Hall of Fame, a.k.a. Giants of the North. Uh, Upon admission into the Giants of the North, members are given various insignia of the organization. The primary symbol of membership is a circular silver-colored medal emblazoned with a cartoon ink bottle surmounted by a crown and surrounded with the legend Hall of Fame, Giants of the North. The medal is suspended from a ribbon meant to be worn around the neck. The ribbon is white and bordered in a red stripe. Similar to the Canadian national flag, the medal is presented in red velvet-lined jewelry case. It was established in two thousand five. <laughs> Nothing.
1: Okay. I'm sorry. I just keep thinking South Park, and I just can't get it. I don't
0: know. That sounds pretty good, guy.
1: Okay. Yeah, I thought of the but not your buddy friend, and that's just where my brain went.
0: Well, it, it seemed like a cool Hall of Fame. I I really like the idea. It, you know it. It's kind of like Asgard. It's not a place. It's a people. And that's what this is. There is no like physical building. But everyone who is a Hall of Famer gets a super dope medal. I
1: am Spartacus.
0: Yeah. I'm a big (laughs) fan of the medal in general. Yeah. Yeah. It's underrated. People should give out medals more often.
1: Like the ink bottle with the crown. Yeah. I like that emblem.
0: Yeah. Sounds cool. All right. We have two more nominees here. Okay. Our next one. The Robot Hall of Fame. It was started by the School of Computer Science at Mm -hmm. Carnegie Mellon University in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Uh It includes both real and fictional robots.
1: (laughs) So so like C-3PO or Data is in that or something?
0: I don't know. I can't remember if Data was in it, but C-3PO definitely was. We got a HAL 9000. Yes. From uh, 2001 A Space Odyssey. Uh, like the Opportunity Rover
1: is in there. There we go. Sang its own birthday tune, didn't it? I can't
0: remember if it was that one.
1: The loneliest happy birthday ever.
0: Ah, uh, I'm sure there's been lonelier. A lot of people really cared. You know, a lot of Instagram likes, a lot of dopamine hits there. That's true, that's true. Honda's Osimo is in the Hall of Fame there. Osimo. Awesome, yeah, I didn't know Honda's a like a robot. robot. No, yeah shit.
1: I remember an Ospo 9000 from South Park.
0: Right. That's what they were parodying. Were they really? Yeah. There's
1: so many things that I realized later on after those episodes. But go on. Sorry.
0: Parodying? Parodying? Yeah,
1: parodying.
0: That's a silly word.
1: Yeah. It's a parody of it.
0: Yes. Thank you. Okay. Yep. I should have. Uh... <laughs> More worked, <laughs> but it's okay. We worked through it. But yeah. Wally is in there. Wally. Yeah, which, no Eve, though. So, I don't know how legit it is. Well, she didn't really do much. (laughs) You're a monster. Okay, it was established in 2003, uh, but it's had no inductions since 2012. So, there's that. But it is the Robot Hall of Fame, and robots are cool.
1: World ended as the robots are concerned.
0: Oh, that's true. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Skynet and stuff.
1: Maybe it actually, like, the matrix happened and that's why it stopped that's their clue
0: that's a possibility i'm not ruling it out i mean the aliens are coming now so well no we've confirmed ufos that's they, what like... i'm
1: saying the aliens are coming now so like
0: yeah well we don't know if there's aliens but there's ufos for sure yeah, yeah okay so i have one more hall of fame nominee can you guess what it is no it is the naismith memorial basketball hall of fame located in springfield massachusetts It also has beautiful architecture that is designed by, I don't know how to pronounce his first name, Gwathmi Siegel and Associates. Mm. Uh, It's really cool. It's like a silver sphere, among other shapes, but, you know, basketball sphere. Looks cool. Interesting. The cool part about 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 the Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame is that it honors like international and American professionals as well as like American amateurs, you know, like college coaches get inducted, hmm. players get inducted for their college careers, or, you know, you can get in- inducted as a coach or as a an announcer or a commentator.
1: Yeah, yeah, like Dick Vitale is probably in it or something like that.
0: Right. It's just a very inclusive Hall of Fame. And they've found a way to include the story of basketball in general, like Chris Webber is going to be inducted next year. Mm -hmm. And it's like, yeah, his career involves some controversies, but he's also one of the most influential basketball players of all time. You know, like, Mm -hmm. look at how many kids like switch over to wearing black socks when they play basketball. That was the Michigan Wolverines. That was, you know, what they did. So, yeah, I did that too. Shout out to them and shout out to the Nasmith <laughs> Memorial Basketball Hall of Fame. There we go. So those are our nominees. I think we should only induct like three maximum. Okay. You know, we don't want to get like too greedy. We, 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 this is the elite of the elite. Um before we, you know, induct any is there any nominees that you want to add to this? Is there any Hall of Fames out there that I miss that you can think of that you want in here?
1: And the only other one I can think of is just that Ag Hall of Fame, but I haven't even been there, so I don't think I can induct it without, without even seeing it. Okay. The greatness of it. So I'll we'll we'll go with yours. Your list is. So my
0: list was perfect.
1: Yeah, it's conclusive enough. At least as far as I'm concerned.
0: <laughs> cool.
1: And that's all that matters. The only one you're talking to right now.
0: Yeah. Well, no, I'd like to think this is a bigger conversation. You know. Yeah. Yeah. All those other people. Precisely. This is for the world. With other people yeah well, i'm hearing Ladybird there in the background <laughs> so she's definitely hearing half of this conversation <laughs> um i think you know the circus hall of fame has a really strong case
1: yeah yeah my uh i chose my top three real quick in my head yeah um but like obviously not what we'd have to go with but circus was one of them at the okay. circus basketball is always close to the heart, and then the robots Whoa, the robots. I'd like them to bring, like, do some, like, credited uh, Hall of Fame inductions. Just have, like, 15 of them, just real quick.
0: Yeah. I mean, they've only had nine years active and they haven't been active in nine years.
1: Yeah. Were they, wait, they were nine before that or?
0: Yeah, just from established in 2003, but no inductions since 2012.
1: Oh, maybe they're going to make a comeback next year. They like patterns. Robots like patterns.
0: That's true. It's all a big troll. It's just ones and zeros, right? Yep. Okay. Well, I'm going to strongly disagree with mm. your robot mm. Hall of Fame <laughs> choice.
1: Okay. All right. Convince me. Change my view. <laughs> uh,
0: so we both agreed on the circus, right? Mm-hmm. So that's in. Mm-hmm. We're disagreeing on the robot one for now. And I think I agree with you on the Basketball Hall of Fame. Yeah, I mean, basketball is my favorite sport. I like the way they dribble up and down the court. Okay. Uh, but I think that the country music has a really strong argument, the Hall of Fame there, the country music Hall of Fame, what they do to like preserve music and mm-hmm. it's there in Music City. It's a cool place. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I-, I think we can eliminate the National Inventors Hall of Fame until they formally recognized us. Yeah,
1: no, definitely.
0: Canadian Cartoonist Hall of Fame, shout out to you, but maybe next year you might be a second ballot Hall of Famer. Yeah, yeah. You know, this is an annual thing now that we will do. Yeah. I think only one of the two music ones should get in. And since the Country Music Hall of Fame was established in 1964, it has about 31 years there on the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. That nudges out the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. So now we're down to the Country Music Hall of Fame, and the Robot Hall of Fame for the last spot. Now, I know you had an impassioned argument for the robot, but I feel like we're both positive on the country yeah. and we're positive negative on the robot. And maybe the Robot Hall of Fame can get in next year, let's say, if they follow their pattern. yeah. If they come back after nine years absent and have a new class next year and it's a nine, nine, and then the beginning of another set, that, that warrants induction.
1: How about we just, they have to be an active Hall of Fame.
0: Oh, yeah, I like that. So
1: that's that's, our, that's what makes it. Yeah.
0: Okay, well, uh, let's make it official. The Country Music Hall of Fame, the International Circus Hall of Fame, and the Naismith Memorial Basketball Hall of Fame. Official inductees? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, well, that's the Hall of Fame of Hall of Fames. We're going to read a quick word from our sponsors, then we'll get back to Big John's idea.
1: This episode is brought to you by Mammoth Coolers. Mammoth makes professional grade coolers, drinkware, and more. The Rover series drinkware has the style and durability to go with you wherever you go. They are made from kitchen grade 18 by eight stainless steel and are double wall vacuum insulated, allowing them to keep drinks hot for up to 12 hours or cold for up to 36 hours. The tumblers come in a variety of sizes. You can get a custom laser engraving. It's perfect for wedding parties, sports teams, and business teams too. All Mammoths are backed by a lifetime warranty and shipped to the 48 continental United States. Visit mammothcooler.com, that's M-A-M-M-O-T-H-C-O-O-L-E-R.com to order and use the offer code BegoniaFM, all one word at checkout, to get 10% off your order. Make sure to use that code to let Mammoth know you came from us. We want to thank Mammoth for sponsoring this episode and all of Begonia FM.
0: Okay, welcome back. John, hit me with your idea.
1: All right, so this is another one of those like standards things, kind of like the the insulated pockets and stuff like that. So I've been doing my new job recently and i have to spend a lot of uh time behind the wheel of a truck and you're sitting there and you got the middle armrest and that's one height and the little armrest rest on the door is a completely different height normally a little bit lower or a little bit higher and i feel like that is just like promoting just terrible posture and it just it frustrates the hell out of me because I'd love to just be just like kind of like I am right now in this computer chair just both arms are the same height and my shoulders are level and this feels very comfortable instead of sitting like
0: this or this bunched up great for an audio format this or this (laughs) yeah
1: This is what you get for making us record this for the video.
0: You you want to paint a picture for the listeners? I guess you just lean to the left and lean to the right. (laughs) To the left and to the right.
1: This and this. That's right. This and that's left. This.
0: You look great. Yeah, you really painted a picture there, (laughs) dude, for everybody. Yeah, it was perfect.
1: But uh, but yeah, that's honestly my idea. I'm pitching this to all of the car companies. I feel like. Every single vehicle I've been in has been uneven.
0: So your idea is just to create a new like standard that all automobiles have like the same height of armrests?
1: Yeah. Why would you not do that in the first place? Is my problem.
0: I'm sure there's a number of reasons. You know, like five. (laughs) Uh, money being number one. Two, like a manufacturing like deal, like where you know, like a particular you know height like okay when we're like doing this on the particular assembly line it needs to fit in this way so this can only be this tall because the arm has to reach in like there's weird limiting factors like that with designing cars two or three could be for like safety purposes
1: how is it safe for you to be like crunched over to
0: one side i mean that could affect like your ability to stand up straight but it's not gonna like yeah we're talking airbags and safety here might affect your posture I guess
1: maybe you're, like, you're already braced with your right arm if you're going to have to, like, push with your right foot on the brake hard. I could see on that one.
0: Or, like, an airbag popping out won't get, like, caught on that middle part. You know, it's not going to get caught on the door side because that's part of the door, so it can mm-hmm. be a little bit higher. But if that middle console's up high and the airbag tries to expand, it might run into that. Logic. The fourth reason could be, like, a lot of these, like, center consoles have <laughs> electronics in them. So it could be just a matter of, like, housing those or housing batteries and any other, like, electronic thing now with a car. They're, like, basically computers. And number five could just be, like, an aesthetic choice by the actual, like, person that designed the car. Like, they just thought it looked better or they had, like... If it
1: wasn't on, like, we tried to do level, but, like, for some reason, like, putting this one up, like, three inches higher, it just looks so much better. It looks cleaner. Fuck your posture, but it looks cleaner.
0: Man, do you remember like the armrests in older cars that like that would make up the middle seat on the front? Sometimes they would be like the back of the middle seat. Yeah, and it
1: like folded down, there's just like a cavity.
0: Right, yeah. Below on the
1: <laughs> Oh
0: yeah. I'm sure that seat was super safe.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah. Just like the Volvo seats in the back.
0: Why don't you just sell like different heights of pads?
1: Yeah, that's that's what I was thinking of. I just I always expect like these companies to be better than they are. That's my problem, I think.
0: But then you could custom design these pads like, you know, for Jeep people you always need more cup holders. Yeah. So like yours would include more cup holders, but like in minivans and stuff like that that have like 18 cup holders, theirs would include something else there. That's true. I could see that. I could see it. So it could be customized to each vehicle.
1: pad, maybe have it a little gel pad too, but then you got like gel on one side and not on
0: the other side. I, I want like like a light brown pleather, you know, something that isn't gonna get too hot.
1: See it, okay. Actually the, the rubber in the one in my Jeep is, is actually pretty nice, it doesn't get too hot.
0: Yeah, what about the Jeep? Because there's no real place on the left besides just like your window.
1: But there's there's like the door handle that I use to like pull it close. That's like just enough of a ledge to like kind of put your arm on. Like you just get like about from your elbow to about six inches up your forearm.
0: Okay. Enough
1: That like you do that. And with my big old long legs, like my wrist rests on my knee. And then I'm like grabbing the steering wheel.
0: Is it the same height in your Jeep?
1: same height as what
0: like are your armrests the same no they're as like is...
1: i was i was gonna say like every single vehicle i've ever been in it's been different like one's higher than the other and it's normally the door's higher and the center console is lower so you're leaning to your right while you're driving
0: yeah i'm trying to think back to when i drove cars yeah
1: <laughs> it's been like three years now hasn't it yeah yeah it's great do you even do it anymore
0: yeah Shoot. i'm a great driver yeah, yeah, I have an active driver's license. Yeah, I passed my driver's test out here in California.
1: Well, there you go. Good job.
0: Yeah. I got literally 100%. Hey. I, I'm a great driver.
1: You actually are. Yeah. I don't think you ever had any bad ideas.
0: If we're in a pinch, you should put me behind the wheel. Yeah. Like I'm I'm the one that should be behind the wheel. Uh, okay. Well, is that that's the fly. Yeah. yeah, it's
1: it, like I said, it was a weak idea, but I just I was very annoyed the other day sitting in the, tr- the work truck and like why is this not even
0: what are your like quintessential console items quintessential console items yeah every car you're in has these things in there like in the console
1: i really do like how cars nowadays have had a usb port in there yep i feel like that is a like and i don't like aux hookups
0: Oh, interesting! So, I love aux yeah. hookups.
1: See, I don't, I don't like aux hookups because you have two parts or two um, points of control of volume at that point. Sure. And like, if you just do like a Bluetooth, or I guess Bluetooth does too, but if you plug in USB, it's just right straight to the radio, and it's just one knob to turn.
0: Yep, and that's why I recommended the Blue Yeti for you. Yep.
1: Yep. Simple. <laughs> I'm an idiot.
0: Really hitting home here. Uh huh. Okay, so you got a USB cable in there. Yeah. I I always kept a particular basketball card in my car at all times. If I could fit (laughs) it up on my dash, I would have you know one up there. I've had a Charles Barkley. I've had a Jalen Rose for years. Did you?
1: I think I only ever knew you with the Charles Barkley.
0: I had the Charles Barkley for a little while in the Acura. It was Mm -hmm. actually on like when i crossed over 200 000 miles on that that was over the rpm gauge i just had a charles there
1: there you go gold check
0: do you keep your sunglasses in your center console
1: uh yeah they kind of float all over the place
0: yeah I'm, that type I'm a of very
1: disorganized person
0: yep yep yeah my
1: center console like there's about only one thing that's in my center console that I was, is, is always there and
0: yeah I feel like every single one of my friends who's ever owned a Jeep 2, with that center console in particular, they use between the chair and the console as like a wedging point for like papers and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Like getting mail, they'll just like stuff it in there or... It is a file
1: folder right there.
0: Right. (laughs) So that's kind of, it's console adjacent. Yeah, yeah, it works. My last suggestion would be like, you know, those professor jackets that have like the patches on the elbows
1: just put padding in that
0: yeah and i was gonna say you know like the the athletic sleeves that have the pad in the elbow like the shoulder pads back in the 90s right but it's like a forearm pad
1: (laughs) or i could just wear like roller skate uh elbow pads just throw yeah and rest on that that actually would be a pretty good idea riding in the Jeep sometimes. Cause you get bruised to hell in that thing.
0: Riding in the Jeep. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I've been in the sun all day. We can tell. Okay. Well, we're going to do one more ad break, and then we're going to really put your mind to the test with from a certain point of review. This episode is brought to you by Mammoth Coolers. Mammoth makes professional-grade coolers, drinkware, and more. The Mammoth Ice Tusk is a stainless steel reusable beer chiller. It is the ultimate way to keep your long neck beer cold. Built with 18-8 kitchen-grade stainless steel and insulated with high-tech thermal gel, it keeps your beer cold up to two hours on a single freeze. Here's how you use it. First, freeze the ice tusk for 45 minutes before using. Then take a sip off your beer or maybe your jaritos to make a little bit of room. Then insert the ice tusk in the bottle and press firmly to create a tight seal. Then all you have to do is enjoy drinking that ice cold beer or jaritos or any bottled beverage of your choice. And you know what? Maybe someday. They'll put Mammoth in the Hall of Fame and then we'll be able to induct that Hall of Fame into our Hall of Fame. I hope we can someday because they really deserve it. But all Mammoth products are backed by a lifetime warranty and shipped to the 48 continental United States. Visit mammothcooler.com, that's M-A-M-M-O-T-H-C-O-O-L-E-R.com to order. And use the offer code BEGONIAFM, all one word, at checkout to get 10% off your order. Make sure to use that code to let Mammoth know you came from us. We want to thank Mammoth for sponsoring this episode and all of Begonia FM. It's time for From a Certain Point of Review! Here's how the game works. I'll read three reviews of a random product with each review revealing more clues. After each review I read, I'll give John a chance to guess what the product is. His goal being to correctly guess the product with as little information as possible. Couple disclaimers here. I will use the word blank in the space of a word I think that will give too much away. And I am not responsible for grammatical errors. I am reading the reviews as written and I am bad at reading out loud. John! Are you ready to play from a certain point of review? Let's do this. (laughs) Today's mystery product rated 4.6 out of 5 stars with 38,191 ratings and 8,093 reviews. The category is wellness popular wellness. All right, first review, four stars. Everything works fine, but there are a few aesthetic problems. The product arrived in a box that seemed well protected, but there are several places where the packaging forced the product edges to embed in the body of the blank. These left permanent dents that did not correct. Is it yoga mat?
1: holy shit yeah <laughs> no shit. yeah it is <laughs> going into this i was like i feel real
0: fucking good about this yeah wow i don't know what to do <laughs> yes <laughs> i got it on the first go wow round of applause <laughs> yeah yes
1: <laughs> oh my god that was so weird because i i really did like go like As we were starting, I was was like, I'm going to get this on the first go. Watch
0: this. And I was like, there's no fucking way I'm going to get this on the first go. You should have called your shot. (laughs) Yeah. We could have had it on, like recorded. Like, if there's a time to call your shot, it's when you're being recorded. Come on. That's
1: true. That's true.
0: Man. Just going with the confidence. I can always cut it, you know? (laughs) But now you're just going to say it every time. And then if you do, I'm just going to leave it in every time, especially if you don't get it.
1: (laughs) I'm so happy. I, I am so too. And I think I'm two for two in the past two weeks. And like, I got that on the first one.
0: On the last episode, I said I was going to have a count uh, for the people. I did not do that. But <laughs> at least I, I took the time to make a certain point of review trivia here. So that that's the real win. Which is tough. It's, it is tough. It is tough. You want to hear the other two reviews? Sure. Let's go for it. One star. Warning. Beware. This is one of my favorites, by the way. If you have wood floors, then this product is all caps not quote non-slip as advertised. It's like walking on ice. I'm a middle-aged man in pretty good shape. And somehow I slipped on this and got hurt so bad my doctor thinks I may have a torn I may have torn my labrum in my hip. <laughs> I have yet to get an MRI. I can no longer run slash jog and I'm in constant pain. False, non slip advertising. Buyer beware. Well, that yoga mat will be great for stretching now. Stretch out that back. You know what? I'm going to be honest. I actually have purchased this yoga mat in the past. I went to my old purchases to find one and this yoga mat sucks. Like so many <laughs> reviews are one star. <laughs> this is the other one that like really hit home for me. There's also like an incredible amount about the way it smelled, but like all oh, really? of them kind of mentioned the mat. So yeah, yeah. Here, here's another one, one star. If I could give this a zero, I would. Do not purchase if you have sensitive skin or eczema has a strong toxic odor that left my boyfriend with a rash all over his back after the first use. Red, <laughs> irritated and itchy in all caps. Looks like he almost got sunburned. Whatever chemicals this mat is coated with, please be careful everyone. I do not recommend.
1: <laughs> and that was going to be one of the one of the reviews you read.
0: Yeah, that was the third one. And I figured that gave you enough. <laughs> that would, you know, that after you nice. knew a guy slipped on a wood floors. So, you're a champ, man. Appreciate it. I, I really want to give you a gold medal that has Hall of Famer and then below from a certain point of review with a, the first the pig, with a pig snout and with a pink and orange ribbon that is meant to be worn around your neck like a medal. Just, that's what I would give to you for your <clears throat> performance today. That was legendary, man. I'm, I'm really proud of you, and I'm proud of us. I want to thank everybody for listening. If you want to contact us and tell us how great our ideas are, send an email to hello at begonia.fm or tweet us at porkrindsfm. And be sure to just check out any shows that we have there at Begonia FM. Just go to the website, begonia.fm. You can find all of our shows there. John, what are your top three doors? Oh, butterfly doors,
1: uh, kitchen door, and uh,
0: front door. Jim Morrison got snubbed. (laughs) what three doors down and what about them (laughs) i asked you for your top three doors i had you halfway there three doors you just had to put down (laughs) what about the is it a half door
1: the one that like opens up on the top like it's literally like halfway up it opens up it's like a farm door or something like that
0: oh that's what i was gonna say i'm just picturing like the wizard of oz and show the top half of it
1: yeah
0: yeah those are awesome
1: yeah that's i'm gonna replace that with that one we're gonna replace front door with that
0: one. Oh, well you could just make that a front door Aha. yeah then you could be like hello hello north <laughs> here all right here
1: we